he's right here, so. Oh, he topped Whoa. it. He cold topped it. Okay. Go. Yeah. Oh, he shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark. As always, what is going on? Not much, my friend. How are we? What do you know? What do I know? I know a lot of things. I'll tell you what you don't know. You don't know what I've got up my sleeve today. Go on. Not yet. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out when to throw it in because I don't know if the listeners know this, but you are the most organized, structured person in the world. You've got spreadsheets for your spreadsheets. You've got me nervous. And- and, I, and I'm the most unprepared person. And I just seen this thing on telly the other day. And I was like, that is getting put on Mark's toes this week. New segments are late. Yeah. Jesus. Don't know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> yeah, I, feel like <laughs> I feel like you're about to stop the recording. I'm going to be on edge all the way through this. <laughs> <laughs> I, might get it the, I might get it out the way quick. And if it's shite, we'll just have to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Let's see how it goes. Like. Um, one week closer to... The golf course is being back open every time we do a show, isn't it? I know. I know. Still no it's golf. Like, is there any, any news on that? Like when they're when they're looking on opening? I did see something on the social media. I can't remember off the top of my head about yeah. them trying to get the golf courses open for the first week in March. I know schools are not going back for a long time, so but yeah. they're not. I can't see the problem with us being on a golf course, even if they go back to the two balls like they did when it was the first lockdown and you can only play with one other person. It's only the same as going for a walk around the, around the park or the, the local woods or something with a friend, isn't it? I thought you were going to say, I can't see the problem with bringing my daughter to the golf course with me if the school's not open. <laughs> <laughs> that as well. <laughs> schools aren't open, but I can't see a problem. And then, and then I just thought you were going to say that. <laughs> I reckon there's a, there's a way for me to get my golf bag on the pram. Yeah. Definitely. I'm pretty sure that if someone hasn't designed that, that's an... an um, a niche in the market we should be exploring. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. There's quite a bit of golf news broke as well since we last spoke. Uh, first of all, the RNA and the USGA have made a joint statement about the drive and distance debate. I know they're annoying me, to be honest. Go on. All you need to do is tune into our podcast, listen to your stats, and understand that the longest driver really wins the tournament. Yeah. It is. It's as a in, stage. like, twice since we've been doing it. Yeah. But I think one of the main changes, they're going to be reducing the driver shaft length from 48 to 46. But I can't well, see... Cap how... it, like, to, to it's capped. Yeah, so at the moment, the maximum length, you can have a shaft on your driver's 48 inches, isn't it? Which is what Bryson was trying for the Masters last year. But I didn't know that was an actual limit. I thought, like, he was just trying that. Yeah, no, that's the max. That's that's, ah, in the, right. that's the max you can go to. So 46 is going to be the new max. But Bryson's even come out and said that it didn't work from the 48 anyway. So I don't think that's going to be a big change that anyone's going to disagree with in the long run. I think the biggest qualm is from Justin Thomas. He's saying it's it's quite selfish, um, given the money and time that's been invested to get the technology to where it is now from the manufacturers and the working on changes for 2022 and 2023 now about what they, yeah. can, what they can do and they're investing the money in that now. So if they're trying to put the the spanner in the works to put the restrictions in place. He's just saying that. I think it's, I think it was something like 0.01% of the elite players that play are, are bombers, really, the ones that hit and get well, that Well, yeah, length. I was going to say, have you got any more stats on it? Because I've got a few, yeah? No, go on and say them. So, basically, on holes where the driver was used, yeah, 22% of the competitors in the European Tour were able to drive it over 320, Yeah. Yeah, and that's up fourteen percent from two thousand and nineteen. So that was last year, two thousand and twenty. That, and then it says the European Tour also jumped significantly, significantly. By the way, from two hundred and ninety-five yards to three hundred and two yards, an increase of seven yards, two two point three four percent, a significant rise. Wow! And over the same period, the PGA Tour, and the, like I don't know why the word significant is anywhere near this article. <laughs> uh, the, honestly. It rose from 293 to have a guess what the PJ Tour rose to. Significant. 305. 296. 1.06% average gain. What's the problem? Do you know what I'm saying to your face? What is the problem? Like, 
It just it's seems to be. It and seems and to also, be... sorry, another thing as well. How much would you say they've gained on the on the average since two thousand three? And now think about the drivers in two thousand three. What do you reckon they've gained on on average? Well, they were still hitting a two eighty there, weren't they? Two ninety then, three hundreds, yeah, exactly. I reckon they've gained so, about what fifteen yards without looking at it. Boom, on it. Boomo, yeah. on the money. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. Yards, and ten <laughs> and ten yards on the PJ tour. Like yeah. I, I honestly I sub- thought it was going to be major, like 20, 30, like massive rises. And I'm like, do you think, do you think maybe, all right, them statistics that you've called out there, they don't really paint a picture of there needs to be drastic measures changed. But do you think the, if you look at the longevity of it and in another 10 years' time, is it going to be another 10, 15, maybe, 20 you know years? I, th- I did think of that. And also, I thought that when they've, that 15 yards probably doesn't sound a lot to us or to the average person or the 1%, 2%, but. Maybe when you go out and like, because I remember when um, David was designing holes at Kirby, he went to the back tee and was hitting his driver and was working out bunker placements, yeah, and different things. So obviously, even bunkers placed in a, in, in a certain spot, then they move, they they they're just flying it. It's not but really at, a hazard, is it? They were doing that on eighteen in the in the in the waste management. This this there's all water on eighteen and bunkers. And the the big boys were just clearing all the trouble. Yeah, well, exactly. So then, yeah. then bunkers and then waters have been placed there when the course was when the course was built for the, for that reason. That's a driving distance, so it gets you in trouble. But they're going past that now, so well, maybe you know that's what, what the. But what Webb Simpson's come out and Webb Simpson said, well, we don't need new technology. We need tighter fairways, thicker rough, and some more dog legs. But then all you're asking, yeah, like... all you're asking for there though is U.S. Open. Conditions and well, exactly, all, yeah. and all they do like, is moan about how tough the US Open is. So I don't think that's going like, to work either. You don't you don't tune in to watch football to watch a nil nil of you tune in for action. You, so you, you want to see birdies, to yeah. see the birdies. You yeah. don't tune in to see the world number one hacking it down the fairway, going to and find his ball, hacking it again. You tune in to see him doing courses in, don't you? And what Justin Thomas says is right. There's only a very very small percentage. Your average golfer like me and you. We're never going to reach those limits. Do you know what I mean? We're never going to hit it 330, 340. Exactly. Of course not. So we're going to continue to play those courses. It's just the one time the PJ Tour comes to that one course and plays that one tournament, um, they're gonna they're gonna rip it up. Well, so what? That's yeah, good. Well, That's I, good for us to watch. I had an, an idea there, but like I got rubbish to think by David the other day when I was talking to him of saying like you could put a course and then have a shadow course over it. So. The bunkers are in play, and then they cover the bunkers up. You mentioned this, just, just, yeah, just uncover them when when they're playing that that when when the PJ Tour comes to town. I remember you mentioning that, yeah. It's just extra hazard placements, but I, don't know, I can't remember what David said, but he basically told me to shut up. <laughs> it's the standard that. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I've always had? Right, do you see? Was it Linford Christie who broke the um, got the record, and then he got done for cheating? Or was someone? Was it, I think it was Linford Christie or somebody got. What do you thought? Well, Linford Christie was the was the. Are you thinking of Lance Armstrong, the cyclist? Definitely not. Because he done that, didn't he? One road of. No, go on. Well, why on. was it? Was as, he a as, cheat, as, was he? as you were. <laughs> as <No>. you were. <laughs> so what basically what I'm trying to say is I remember had Linford Christie or somebody has beat Usain Bolt's record, right? Yeah. In the previous, but he got done for drugs, so we got took off him. Okay. I've always thought of having. A, a, an open steroid injected Olympics where everyone just juices themselves up and just gets dead strong and dead fast and just goes at it and see how what, how much the human body can really do. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's, that's my proposal. Get them all on the juice, the same as Brooks Kepka is, and let them well at four hundred. But the but you can't hit a four hundred. That's what the long drive champions do. Five hundred then, six hundred, whatever you want. <laughs> Three irons to power fives. But we were watching the waste management way we there last night, and even it, and what was it? I think was it Xander Xander Shuffle had about two thirty, and he's hitting seven iron into a par yeah. five. Like, like it's not even just it's not even just the drivers. It's the it's the advantage that they're getting the technology in the irons. So they're I just think better, aren't they? They're just getting better. The the technology getting better, and everything's getting better. Like they're not winning, are they? They're, like the winning score. Like wasn't ridiculous. There's no records getting smashed. Like, when all the records die and every record is from this current data, then you should start looking at it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You still gotta get the ball in the hole. Yeah. No. 
I do I do agree, but in on the other hand, you've got to look at the fact that if it continues in the same way, no, it's, I, I get it. The same I do, way I it's know, going. I, I do understand that part of it, but I don't know. Well, there'll be more discussions on this in the future anyway, and it, as I say, we'll... What's it do for the average golfer, though? Like, do the average golfer get affected by these rules, or, like, what's the crack? No, they're, they're talking about different rules for professionals and amateurs, but that's another point. So what happens if an amateur... an amateur, James Pro? No, what happens if an amateur uh, amateur qualifies or gets an invite to a professional event? It happens all the time. An amateur qualifies for the Open or qualifies... Well, I don't understand, like, so when, once you turn pro, you've got to use different grooves and then you'll have to use a different driver. It's almost like you're playing a different game. You could be off plus five, be used to your equipment, and then all of a sudden you go and you've got no control over the ball and you can't hit it nowhere. Yeah. Well, you're a different, different golfer. It's another element to try... Yeah, I don't think that would work at all because it's just going to be so much... That you're going to spend a year... And we, we talk about finances all the time, don't we? You're going to spend a year of your first year as a professional trying to understand these new clubs and how they're working. And in that year, you're spending a ridiculous amount of money to play in these competitions. I just, I, I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan at all. I agree. I it agree. does not get the bogey boys backing. One, one piece of good news from the RNA, though, is that they've announced the Open at Royal St. George's is going ahead with or without fans, which is great I've news, seen that brilliant. Yeah. I know it's it, obviously it was COVID and it was the, the peak of it and it was all that, but it's just mad that they've missed the year, isn't it? Even though all the other majors got played, and just yeah. play later or probably because the weather, isn't it? I just th- I just thought I think because it's the field is so congested with Americans, isn't it now? So getting them over yeah. and like it, I suppose you're only getting certain amount of European people going over to America to play on the PJ Tour and those events, the majors over there. So they were okay to go ahead, but to get all the Americans over to England to play in the Open. Uh, and then you're getting everybody coming in from all other countries in Europe as well. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and you've got the you couldn't even have it in November because because of obviously the weather and light. Yeah, there's about four hours a day light in November. Temp- temporary greens in the open. <laughs> Imagine that <laughs> <laughs> big bucket holes, yeah, club lengths, yeah, gimmies. <laughs> Why is that what you do? No, no, you know, talk about. <laughs> I just think I shoot a 67 when I, when I went to tease it on. <laughs> sure, sure. Like, didn't I call David having a 60, uh, 51 or something? Oh, yeah, like a 42, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> right, I'm going to do it to you now. Oh, right, okay, go this on. segment. Jesus. So what it is, is, right, it's a quiz. Oh, fuck. But you've got to say the wrong answer. You've got to get it wrong. Okay. Have you right, got questions okay. ready? I've got questions here, yeah. Go on, wrong Only answer. five. Only right, five, let's... quick. Let's go. Quick fire. You ready? No. Oh, <laughs> very good. What's your name? Tony. Fast as well. What? Tony. Spell golf. G-O-L-T. Who won the waste management? Jordan Spieth. Wrong. You've that you, ah, right. Right <laughs> as hell. Do you know what? I, yes. wanted, I, wanted them, I, wanted, I wanted them to win so badly that I just believed that he won yes, that. Yes, that was brilliant. <laughs> I thought you'd ah, catch, you yes. catch me out and caught yourself. Name oh. something, that, something that rhymes with Tiger. Woods. Who's the greatest golfer ever? You. Too slow. You lost. That was, I thought I'd done uh, it's very, my quiz. very well. It's my quiz. I've done very well there. <laughs> uh, Do you know what happened there? When I seen the waste man, because I've done this yesterday, and I thought, waste management, and I would have been a bet on Jordan Spieth, and I just believed in my mind that he'd won that. <laughs> so as soon as you said Jordan Spieth, I was like, ah, I, got ah, I got you. Let's play that more. Let's play Same that more. Game, I like that. We'll carry on that next week. Well, that. That. well done. Fair play. Now, well done to you. You got them all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. Well, I'm used to getting things wrong anyway, so it's yeah, exactly, easy, yeah. easy game for me. But talking about waste management, golf, we had some unbelievable golf on show this week, didn't we? The oh, Saudi, my God. So go Saudi International to start. Yeah. So last week we mentioned, obviously, Patrick Reed. That was his ninth PGA Tour victory. Dustin yeah. Johnson winning this week. That's his ninth European Tour victory. The ninth time he's won in Europe. Never mind over the PGA. What a man. I just, I, I've always thought this and I've always hoped for this, but I just hope he dominates I think I said it last year. I hope he just dominates everything, like yeah. Tigerville, Tiger two thousand. Yeah, just we, Tiger we, in general. I hope he beats all Tiger's records and that, and he just dominates golf. I'd love do, that. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? Is he? Is is he? I'm just thinking age. Is age against them? It's a, it's going to take it's going to take a long time. Like Tiger was dominating for what ten years, wasn't he? Yeah, when he was younger. I do. So, I know. I know. I get what you're saying, and I do. I don't think anyone will ever 
do what target them, but I just hope that you know when Dustin Johnson turns up, he's winning. Like it'd be good, it'd be good I to love have it. dominance. It'd be good to have another like I know he's not, probably never going to get to eighty two wins, but it'd be good to have somebody who gets like sixty PGA Tour wins or a seventy. So he's he's up there with 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 the other big names in golf who cements himself. Because I honestly the way he's playing, I mean, he putted terribly, yeah, terribly this week, and he's won by two shots. So can you imagine if he'd have got the putter rolling? I know. How can you even say something like that? I know. How can honestly? <laughs> like, how can you put terribly and beat the best golfers in the world? It's like <laughs> Just, what the fuck? I know the field was full. <sighs> the field was full. Like they, they said on a, on the European tour that they give him an A start, to green, and an F for putting, and a B overall, and he's just beat <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> he was B game, <laughs> turning up with his B game and just beating everyone. Well, even if you look at the if look at the stats, he was first T to green. So he gained four shots on the field average T to green. We watch we watched them all week. He, he hardly missed a shot apart from that top. But even after the top, what like happened? He, I know, and he's you know what? He's world number one golfer, and he's dominating tournaments. And he's at a fat top. <laughs> <laughs> like Miguel, like, like, like Nicola was saying to me, she was like, "Is that usual for, for someone to do that?" I'm like, "Well, it's usual for like me or Loco to do it. It's not <laughs> usual for the best player in the world to do it. Definitely not live on telly." And he, he put one of the, he put one of the in the held up an eight iron as well, didn't he? It was a, the second round or third round and put it in the water. So there was a couple of mistakes there as well. Yeah, which even shows his dominance because what the eighty three percent greens and regulations. But he was 92nd in strokes gained putting. He lost wow. half a shot on the field average for putting. So can you imagine if he'd have got the ball rolling? You could have been, you could have seen like a 10-12 shot win there. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm really I'm excited. Like how how he loses the masters. They might as well just pay pay out for that. Yeah. Well he, like, you got the floor. he's playing this week at the at the Pebble Beach. He's back home yeah. in America playing at Pebble Beach, which we'll come on to later. So, again, you're thinking another win there. And it'll probably take a couple of weeks off. I think it's the Genesis and the Puerto Rico. And then we've got the WGC now in Florida before the Florida swing. So, unless he he plays right through, I don't know. This will be the first tournament he's playing on American soil since the Masters. Well, technically, Hawaii is American soil, like just saying. Okay, then. Well, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I got that one a little bit wrong then. <laughs> is it? Yes. Got your back for that fucking Jordan's beef shout. One <laughs> off, you bastard. <laughs> well, no. um, well, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? I was like, oh, well, um, you no know, reason why Hatton can't get to world number one. I said, DJ's arsing around on Instagram doing all videos and messing about them there. <laughs> he just got, shut me the fuck up, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I was thinking about Dustin Johnson as well? He's, he's, he said he said after he's after he's finished the tournament, I'm going to work on me putting, which obviously fair enough that you could tell that was a weakness in his game, even though he won, and it's hard to pick out a weakness. But do you think he's he should he's making the right decision going to considering what's coming up, the Florida swing and every all the big tournaments, the players, all that, uh, the Masters? Do you think he should really be taking this week off to work on his putting, or do you think he's better just to put himself in that position where he's under pressure in a competition where he's got to hold the putts and just work for a couple of days? What do you think will work? Yeah, you've got to remember when he says he's working on his putting, you don't know how, like everyone thinks that they, like these players are working so hard, so hard. You could just be doing the three six nine bogey boys challenge in his living room and then condensing <laughs> calling it a day. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. He you does seem the type, doesn't he? You don't he? know what... Like, he does seem the type to just go, like, just be standing there for half an hour. Like, have you seen the perfect putting math advert when he's in, like, the Maldives and he's, like, putting? You, know, you want you can get yours and then he puts. I can just imagine him hitting that and saying that was his practice. <laughs> yeah, just get a feel of a couple of them and then they're like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, I'm, yeah, re- I'm ready. I'm ready for next week. A whole about six of them go, yeah, I've got, I've got that putting stuff nailed. <laughs> yeah. I just wasn't touching me at my arm for long enough. He does that crazy thing with his arm. Yeah, well, exactly right. But oh, he could just blame Austin, couldn't he? And say he didn't. He was saying that he, what he said, didn't he? I was looking at right to left puts, and they were going left to right. Yeah, and then he was looking at left to right puts, and they were going right to left. Like, <laughs> like, and you're like, you're the world's number one golfer, and you're saying things that your average forty handicapper says. But what, what, did, what did he do? What technique did he use? The point A main point. There you go. We talk about it every week, but it's like I say, I'm not a, I'm not a professional. I don't understand the logistics that sit behind it. But all I'm seeing, everybody that uses it, is is problems. 
Well, the, the commentator said he was like, "Well, you, you you take you put the elements in there, you put a bit of wind, and you put take put the grain involved." And I just don't see how aim point works. There's so many different variables, and I thought, "Hmm, he's right." Yeah, listen to the podcast because that's pretty much what I said last week. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go, Tony. I just don't like giving, don't like giving you credit for things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when you asked me the name in that quiz before? Why I said Tony. Because all I've been thinking about all since the, the end of the, this tournament is Tony Finau. Oh, Tony second. Again. Tony second. Tony nearly won Finau. <laughs> Tony nearly won Finau. Well, you just you called it in your last week. You said you might as well just give him a top five finish every week and just say don't bother turning up. Don't bother turning up because he's done it again. And gas alert, by the way. Gas, man. Bogey, bogey, 16, 17 when he was... He'd work so... And that, that, that's the difference... We'll come on to waste management next, but Brooks Kepke. He wow. Was, he was he was patient, just waiting, waiting, and then attacked and killed. And that's what the instinct of a winner. He obviously five hundred in his last six holes or whatever it was to to to, to win by a shot. Whereas Tony Finau's caught the field, he's got a chance of winning, and then he goes bogey, bogey. It's all got to be psychological. He has like... he has he has come out and said that uh, the way I'm playing at the moment, if I keep giving myself chances, I will eventually win. Yeah, well, it, it's the same mentality. Like, you've got to think, although we're saying he hasn't won and how we feel bad and he's never done this, but you've got to think he, he's coming second and, he, and, and he's in a comfortable living. Yeah. yeah. And there's only the world number one ahead of him, like in, like this week and like last week. Yeah. He, he, he's literally giving himself looks every week. And it's like when you say about Tommy's putting, where he's hitting green, hitting green, hitting green, having a look, having a look, having a look. Yeah. But, but missing them, he gets frustrated. But it, Fina's piecing every bit of his game together. It's just a few mental mistakes, and he'll be he'll be he'll win this year, million yeah. percent. Mark my words. Yeah, well, statements, statements. <laughs> Here we go. I write that in the statement book. There, just come back to that when he doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tied seconds with Justin Rose. I know we speak we speak each week about the Ryder Cup, and obviously Ryder Cup. Yeah, we're looking we're looking forward to the Ryder Cup. But yeah, Justin Rose tied seconds, making another push for. For the Ryder Cup team, uh, he was similar to DJ in the final round. Didn't hold anything. Uh, no. shot, shot a decent, decent final score. I tell you what, he, I tell you what he did hold though a three wood on one of the one of the days. Oh, off the green, I thought off the, the, off the green, yeah. like a little, yeah, a little like a chip and run. run thing. Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant that. Taking it? it back to the old school. I used to always practice them when I was younger, and I could never get. Just think it's too long and felt a bit too awkward. And I, I used to practice them, but I've never actually implemented one on the course. But I used to just do on the putting green because yeah. I seen Tiger doing it once. I think. <laughs> Copying the cat. Yeah. I tell you what's sad though, isn't it? Tommy's just got them them rounds in the money, like them that one he gets round. up these in one round, just takes himself out of it. Yeah, that one round. Well that, we'll talk about that now because that's the end of the desert swing now, isn't it? So I know we've mentioned there we've got the Florida swing coming up, but the, the three tournaments and there's been some good standout players. I mean, if we're looking at Europeans from the, from a Ryder Cup perspective and look at the turnouts to Tommy to start with, seventh in Abu Dhabi. 17th in Dubai and 26th this week. And all of them could have been so much better if it weren't for that one round, one wow. and a half rounds. Because even when you look at, was it Abu Dhabi where he started? He was four over for the first nine holes or something. Yeah. And then he had a and bad round. And then had a bad round on the Sunday when he was third. Exactly. Him and, him and Rory fed off and Tyrrell Hatton won. And then again, Dubai, two solid rounds. We spoke about it last week, eight under through two rounds and then one over for the weekend. And then again, this week he's there or thereabouts middle of the pack. And then he just has, I think it was a 73 or a 74 on yeah. the Saturday. And he just knocks it's, himself yeah. out of contention. It seems to be the Saturday as well, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. You reckon that's a fitness is, thing? I don't, I don't know. Fitness or like, he's not, he's not there to make cuts. Is he to feel comfortable once he's made it and think, oh, Put off the gas. He's there to win, isn't he? Let's have so a look. He's just he put up. He's just put a post out. What is he? Um, he's literally just put a post out on the social media now. So I'll just get it up while we're here. Go on then. From a golfing perspective, <laughs> I'm relatively pleased with how the first few weeks of the seasons went. Me and the core team have been wait, working well. Um, we've been bedding in some new equipment and haven't played the three events with the new gear in the bag. I'm pleased with the progress. So fair enough. He's he's excited to. The, what's yeah, basically, Taylor Maid have said, write something about this in your thing. <laughs> yeah, just make sure them clubs Since don't we've get... just brought you on board. Make sure them clubs don't get the blame. <laughs> no, hey, speaking I... of clubs, did you see DJ was using the old sim? They were well, not the old one, but the not the sim too, like everyone else was. Yeah, well, sim, the sim, the sim smashed it this weekend, haven't they? Because was Kepka using the sim too, wasn't he? Yeah, 
Sim one in Saudi, Sim two in Phoenix. Yeah. Sim three next week. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, what was you gonna say, sorry, while I was while I was getting I was that? gonna say I just got I know you wanna probably wanna talk about your in the order of merit thing, but Victor De Bruyson, I wanna have a murder over that. Well, we can at the end of the show, yeah. We'll talk, yeah. we'll talk at the I end of the show. I just wanted to remind, remind you that I'm, I'm... Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for yeah, it. All, all I'll say on the matter is, how much money did he pick up this week for his, for where he finished? All I'll say is, the PGA Tour had a stellar um, week as well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> moving on swiftly. <laughs> moving on swiftly. It did, yeah, the PGA Tour. Jordan Speak. let's go in first. Jordan Speef, the waste manager... He actually gave me 2019 Tiger feels, you know, like oh, on the mate. Saturday. 10 under, 61. 10 birdies, the most he's ever made in 18 holes since he's been on tour. 61 times his lowest ever score, leading going into a Sunday. Honestly, I had the same, like, butterfly, like, oh my God, feelings I did when I was watching Tiger 2019 Masters. Yeah, and then he just was slam dunking them in the water for fun on the, like, and just... Messing oh. up my Sunday, to be honest. Ah, oh, he did kill us, didn't he? It's just such a slow start, but from everybody, I think sometimes you, you see it, don't you? And the playing partners bring them on. Someone will make a beard, you know, be like, right, I'm, I'm behind now. I've got to, but they were just plodding along, and yeah, they Zander were killing sh- each other, weren't they? Yeah, Xander Shoff, and like some of the tee shots, like I, I mentioned, didn't I? Xander Shoff, like, unreal off the tee, and just after I said that, he must have ballooned about six in a row, left, right, everywhere. <laughs> He's hooking them, then he was slicing them, <laughs> proper cursed them, yeah. Uh, speaking of curses, do you know who else you've cursed? Hudson Swafford. <laughs> <laughs> I know, sorry, Hud. Jesus. The First time you better and we come dead last. <laughs> uh, I just thought with having with having him on the podcast, he didn't come dead last, actually. He was second from bottom. Second from bottom. Yeah. Munoz Munoz come last. Uh, that checked. Oh, for, get well, get well soon, Hudson. <laughs> must be sitting up, must be sitting up with him there. That's not our fault. <laughs> no, definitely not. Well, he, he he's he's a he's a Florida boy and he'll be He'll, yeah. he'll, get, he'll get something going for the Florida swing. Well, he was saying, on the, wasn't he? It's like a homecoming for him with the Bermuda yeah. grass and all that. But speaking of speed there, he, he mentioned in his interview on the Saturday that he's been, just to give an indication of where his game is, because we know we spoke last week, didn't we, about how he's been struggling with his game and we did we said he needs to get his act into gear, otherwise potential losing his card, blah, 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 whatever we whatever we said. Um, but he said he's been working on knocking five yards off his shots and cutting them into the hole. And he said, and a couple of times it worked. So he said, that is the biggest confidence boost that he's took from the week. He's been working so hard on this type of shot and under pressure in tournaments, he's pulling them shots off, which means that what, yeah. he work, what he's working on is, is coming into fruition. Nice. Well, it's like DJ's got that little stock fade, hasn't he? That he just bombs out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a, a fade's easy to control, isn't it? Like it's, it is working. Like, don't get me wrong. He's, he's, he's obviously shot 10 under. He's, he's an unbelievable golfer. He just... Didn't get it done on Sunday, did he? Just too many mistakes and well, even, even just snuck in, didn't he? Uh, Han was 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 running away with it, wasn't he? And then he he makes was he three over in, in the space of five holes and brought the pack together, yeah. and all of a sudden you had like ten players who were set between seventeen and sixteen under. And like you said, there Brooks just done what a winner does, and he just like left the pack, didn't he? It was more than that though. Like that, like even that eagle on um, like he had two eagles, didn't he? And he had that eagle on seventeen, the chipping. Like that's unbelievable to chip in on the seventeenth to like and then go on and win the tournament, isn't that's it? That's it. Yeah. Well, he, 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 bo- he bogeyed the second hole, and then at that point, I checked, he was six back. So you're thinking yeah. you haven't really got a chance. It's 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 looking like a bit of a birdie fest. So everybody, you think the pack that's in front of you, the quality of players, somebody's yeah. going to break away and do it. But he just, like he said, he went. Then he eagled the next. So he's one under for his round, and then he had nine pars in a row. So it was like. It was just patience. He was patience running out of time, up. wasn't he? He was running patience. out of time, basically, in everyone else's book. So then I think going on to, I think the 13th was his first bird. He was at the par five. He yeah. birdied 13, 14, 15. Pard 16, eagle 17, didn't he? And it's just like, that, like you say, that chip in there. And then nobody well, nobody wants to know, did he? And he wins, ends up winning by one shot. And, and also when you say about Han running, running away with it, and then obviously crumbled. Yeah, like, literally. That's I was actually snap. buzzing for him. I was buzzing for him crumbling because I wanted Spieth to win. And then yeah. until I seen that dance that he'd done a couple of years ago, the Gangnam Style one. <laughs> yeah. Then I felt buzzing for him. Yeah, the famous dance, yeah, when he held that putt on 16. But right, you know what? Um, remember, 
the ta- everyone used to call it the target effect and everyone would drop off and target it just win well it was yeah. like his presence that was doing it but the more you look around you actually just think that target just stayed strong and everyone else is going to crumble anyway because it seems to happen every week you're right yeah it does you yeah I mean? it's like it's not, everybody yeah. individually everybody will be, everybody will be feeling those pressures that's why you see a lot of people who like the good thing what tiger done well better than anybody else was he led from the front so yeah, when yeah, tiger yeah. when tiger got ahead on a sunday you you you'd, you'd back him 90% yeah. of the time he would he would always win whereas I think nowadays the ones who are leading from the front like Xander Schauffele and Jordan Speed, both 18 under going into the final round and then within five holes they're both two over and the chase right. yeah exactly and then it's, it's mental exactly as you say it's mental isn't it whereas Tiger when he was at the front he was like right you have let me get here now unlucky I'm gone not, none well, of these do that, a, and like, it's some, someone from the chasing pack always seems to put a run of birdies together. But then when they get out in front, they do the same. Harm was an, a prime example. He was six under, there was a five under front nine, and then birdie ten yeah. as well. And he was, I think, he had a two or three shot lead at the time. And then all of a sudden, he's like, went a bit, yeah. And then nobody wants to do it. And then again, Brooks Kepke, chasing pack, patience, three or four back, and then he just gets them. It uh, goes five under to those five holes with their eagle, and all of a sudden he's only got one hole to play, so he doesn't really have to feel the pressure. And then he just d- d- does what he does best and, and closes it out. I've always loved Brooks, mate. I don't even like Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, you little saying coat, yeah. <laughs> Until Bryson wins again. Yeah. Well, did you know, Brooks, um... Brooks turned around and said, didn't he? Brooks turned around and said he never thought that he'd be. He, he didn't think after the knee, after the knee troubles and the hip troubles he's having, that yeah. he'd ever get back to the level he, he was at. So it's nice to see that. To be fair, the fact that he's it worked is, but no, hard. It's brilliant. No, it is, boss. It is, boss. He had, he had quite a long break, didn't he? When he missed the was it the, he missed the US Open? Was it which one was it that he missed? He missed one of the majors, didn't he? Or was it just after he pulled out of the major and missed one of the a couple of the tournaments building up to the. The Masters, I can't remember, but anyway. He's, he's had a quite a bad injury um, plague, hasn't he? Because he'd he done his wrist in as well. Last yeah. year, was it last year or the year before? Yeah. He's a, a touch injury prone, isn't he? He is, yeah. Last week we spoke about Hovland. Obviously, he never won, but nearly got to nearly got to Reed. And then in, in the on the European tour, um, Paul Casey won. And then Till Hatton won the week before. But obviously it was just dominated this week by Americans, wasn't it? Yeah. When you're saying like ta- like Tag used to get things done, he's just a born winner. Like like the, these the greatest of the of their era are born winners, and it's the show's the same. And, and like you got me into it, but showing the Super Bowl, Tom Brady there, he's a born winner, and and he's a goat, and and he is just goat doing goat things. Like he went and won the Super Bowl, like and it's just that's what they do. Well, that's, yeah, and it's like Kansas City Chiefs. I, I'm I'm banging to me NFL. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, I think they've lost like one game in like 28, which is unheard of in NFL because teams are. It's quite competitive the league, regardless. Yeah. And they just they just t- Brady's just turned up and turned them over. And it goes on that experience. He's been there. He knew. He's given that feedback to his players on the pitch, and he just he just didn't even have a sniff. Like I I don't know NFL at all, and I could tell that the other quarterback was having a shocker and. Like that Brady was a class ahead, and I don't even know anything about it. But and you can see that from a mile away. Yeah, but yeah, and Mahomes is like the best, easily the best yeah. quarterback in NFL at the moment. Some of the stuff that he does is ridiculous. And like you say, the the they were they were queuing that up to be the passing of the torch. Is Mahomes gonna ah, is, well, is Brady yeah. is Brady gonna pass the torch on to Mahomes and Mahomes is gonna shine, but obviously the, the well, the that's cream, it. The, like cream, the thought, cream rises to the top, doesn't it? Exactly. They thought the torch was passed from Target and he had other things in his mind, didn't he? He's back when he won he is. last year. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't ever rule him out winning again. Target? No, definitely not. He's, he's, caught, mean, so. he's, got, he's got plenty of wins left in him. As long as, as long as these little niggles stay as niggles and not as anything major, Tiger's going to win double figures still in his career, I think. I honestly believe that. No, definitely, yeah. I hope he comes back for the Florida swing in one of them, just to give us a bit of insight into where he is before we see we see the match. Yeah, I'd love to see him at Bay Hill, me. Yeah. He likes it around there. The Arnold Palmer, yeah. Yeah, so that'd be nice if he gets back for that. Definitely. Well, just before we move on from the from the, the waste management, just some stats, stat man. Um just on just on Brooks, really similar to I've got a stat, a little stat of my own as well, up my sleeve as well. Lovely, lovely. The um Brooks Kepka. Second strokes gained, Tita Green, um, picking up just two shots on the field average. He was sixth in driving distance. This is the biggest thing that I've seen. Sixth in driving distance, 321 yards. Wyndham Clark, 340, was the leader for the week. Um, 
but he hit 35 out of 56 fairways and 62 out of 72 greens. You're not going to go too far wrong, are you? No. You're only missing 10 greens all week. No. So, yeah, I... unbelievable performance. What's your stat, Stato? No, just that he, he split from his long-time coach since he had him since the Challenge Tour 2013, uh, Claude Harmon. Oh, this, gone... is first, this is his first time uh, out since. And who's he gone with, as he said? Or is he not with anyone at the minute? He is with somebody. I don't know exactly who, but he did um, have to get back to you on that one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, interesting, that, that, he's, that, he's, interesting he's... that he's split in the one. Exactly, it's good. It's, it just shows you. That'll justify his decision to himself, won't it? Yeah. So it just shows you, like... Change doesn't work. Everyone like resists change and stuff, but sometimes change is good. A little freshen up and 100%. See a fresh pair of eyes, a fresh like atmosphere, fresh vibe. Yeah, totally you agree. I mean? Yeah, unbelievable couple of couple of tournaments we've be, we've had there. Unbelievable, absolutely yeah. though. It's I, I love the Middle East. Like when we were talking about the um, the golf being on, it's such a good time. Yeah, it's, it's a killer now that you're waking up on like Thursdays and Fridays, and there's nothing on the telly. This is it. We've been blessed, haven't we, the last couple of weeks, having the... Having the blessed with the best. Blessed with the best, yeah. But the, we'll talk about it later, even this week, even though it's back back to America and back to the PJ Tour now for the foreseeable, they're still turning out to play. No, definitely, yeah. Yeah, you've got quite That's a few At the end there. of the day, like, like obviously, DJ's only played once and he's won and then he's, he's rusty, he's putting that the best. So, a few more outings before the Masters. I just don't see how he loses. I really cannot, don't. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Um, birdie bogey bus time right coming at Yo, me I went, first, I went first last week I remember because we both had the same one but I stole it okay my birdie this week I think you'll don't know whether you'll like this or you'll hate it for the first time ever since we've started the Order of Merit Mark Lachlan is now above Kevin Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> hey I'll buy how many points might I add two Right, and there's just cause for me to get another 20 this week. Coming up. <laughs> That's me, birdie, for the week. Never. <laughs> I had to look back. I had to look back because I'm sad like that. Never have I ever been above you, ever, in this order of medicine since we started. This is the first time I calls for the beardiest birdie of double birdies. Just, like, like, I wouldn't be getting too comfortable up there. <laughs> <laughs> the times have changed and we're rising to the top. I need to, like you said last week, maybe I need to start putting a bit more thought into my picks. <laughs> yeah, not just thinking that there's his first fact, name. Actually, I picked the winner. Yeah, well, that wasn't hard. I think everyone picked the winner. Yeah, I know. Giving yeah, yourself obviously. credit for picking DJ after what we yeah, just well, said about speaking him. Speaking of DJ, that's my baby. DJ just turned up and winning the Saudi with his B, B game. <laughs> <laughs> that's my baby. That's brilliant. <laughs> that's what he's done, wasn't it? Exactly. Unbelievable. No arguments there. Yeah. No. Bogey. What, what's your bogey? Jordan Spieth not getting over the line. And the reason it wasn't the bust is because he still finished tied fourth and it's just good to see him back up there. So it wasn't... It was it was disappointing, but it wasn't like... It yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't bust-worthy, in my opinion. Nice. Interesting. What about you? Mine is Claude Harmon even being on Sky and, and the things that he says. Like, he yeah. comes in and goes... So what do you do then? What do you do when a guy's dominating tournaments like and like this? How do you teach him? He goes, I don't teach these guys. I just I just stand there and just tell them that they're doing great. And I was like, How are you the most respected coach in the world from your dad? Like it just I just Yeah. Like I just I just hate I just don't like the man, to be honest. Another hater. No, another hater. Yeah. I'm back on the hate train. I was going to say another one to the list there. <laughs> no, but yeah, you might, come on. you might come off it next week. The whole the, the presenters must hate that though. Like they're, they're looking for a bit of insight to give to the people watching. Come on, give us a bit. And he's just like, nah, don't do nothing. And is it? I'm. You are thinking, is he just not wanting to give away his the secrets? That's or... it. That's the only saving grace that he's not the bust. To be honest. Yeah. And he might be disguising it and not giving it away, but I think he's just clueless because I've even had David standing there and he said so, and David said, do you know what, that is so bad that he can say that on telly because it's completely false information. Yeah. It's not, it really, it's not right. Yeah. But how can you stand there and be getting paid to say it? Like, at least we say things that aren't right and then say fact-check after. <laughs> <laughs> That's our saving grace, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Actually, fact-check, it could have been, I'm pretty, been a load of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dustin Johnson was uh, 100 over through 90 holes or something in uh, oh, the, the beginning brilliant. of 2019, and you were just like, what, mate? 
your thought process was on the right lines, but your figures were way out. <laughs> yeah, I think he was like eight over or something, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right, bust. Well, my bust is Spieth not getting the job done. Okay, you've gone bust for that? Is that, yeah. that disappointing? Oh, that and I think it's a personal one because I had him in my big bet and he oh, let me down. Yeah, yeah, so you lost a bit of money on him. Yeah, so that's fair. Lost money, yeah. getting the bust from Speed's me. getting the bust. Man's not golf related. We just touched on it there. Big NFL fan. It's hard enough for us to stay to stay up till 4 a.m. as it is, just to watch these type of shows in America. So the fact that it was just a one-sided performance, I was just a bit disappointed. It was a good game, but I just I expect you expect more from a Super Bowl. And I just thought the Kansas City Chiefs just got, got rolls, really. Um happy for Brady winning. Um but I just that's- think- that's mad because I love dominance so much. Just seeing Brady storm it and every one of his passes going in from a like a, a very, very big neutral of not actually knowing what a touchdown was before it started. Like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, for me, like, I've watched a lot of Mahomes and in, in Hill. The Hill's the wide receiver, the fast, the fast one. Um he they just didn't like not even never caught never caught a single pass off him. I think his receiving yards was about seventy. But anyway, we're not no, on an NFL a, podcast. I just thought I'd get it's that true, again. As we said, it's just a go do and go things. It is. It is. It's a go do and go things. And as I say, props to props to Brady. But yeah, wait, waiting up till four a.m. Absolutely knackered this morning because of it, and I wasn't wholly impressed with the performance. So it got me bust. Yeah. Well, there you go. But back on to our Ryder Cup segment that we do, the nineteen fifty one Ryder Cup. Um, move, moving along the years, back in America, number two, Pinehurst was the... And back host. in November as well, interestingly. When I looked at the dates to begin with, and I was thinking, that over three days, they changed it that early. But it wasn't the case. They'd done it on a Friday and a Sunday because there was a college game on the Saturday, which makes you think, how actually serious did they take the and, uh, what, what did they do? Just take a bit of time out to go and look at it? Go and watch it? <laughs> they went to watch some college football game, yeah, instead of playing the Ryder Cup on the Saturday. Oh, the Ryder uh, Cup can wait till Sunday. There's a college game on. Let's go and watch that. <laughs> that reminds me of the time when I, I drove all the way to Scotland and then to see Tiger Woods and then I seen his helicopter leaving and then one of the stewards informed me that he was going to watch Bruce Springsteen in concert somewhere and I was just like, what? <laughs> what just, does he know I've just come from fucking Liverpool here <laughs> <laughs> just rode four and a half hours to see him and you just see him getting off in the helicopter yeah, yeah. brilliant so obviously just, just stopped and just went and watched the college game didn't he so yeah it was it's normally just two consecutive days it's still the it's still the same format in 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 the 1951 so a maximum yeah. of 12 points you have the four foursomes on day one and the eight singles the following day um, but it was over, the, it said, from the 2nd to the 4th of November or some, I can't remember the exact dates, but I was thinking, oh, is this where they didn't start the three days from? Because I wasn't quite sure. Ah, and I see, right, said, yeah. And they play, it was played over Friday, the foursomes on the Friday, the singles on the Sunday, and they didn't play on the Saturday because there was a, a local college football game. And I was like, hmm, how, how serious did they actually take this Ryder Cup back then? I know. Well, yeah. Yeah. The Americans obviously took it seriously, didn't they? Yeah, nine and a half, two and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not much of a game. It's Ben Hogan's first one back since his car crash. He was a non-playing captain the year before. Uh, yeah. Sam Snead took the captaincy. Uh, he played as well. Did you know, do you know, sorry, why it's called the Ryder Cup? I do not know. It's called the Ryder Cup because it was invented by Samuel Ryder, a wealthy English seed merchant. I should definitely know that. Surprised, <laughs> surprised didn't know that. I've been hitting you with a few do-you-knows lately, haven't I? I know, you want to leave me alone, eh? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like I like to just get the information and then I like to find the random fact about like that not many people might know. Or yeah. they might just say, that's obviously everyone knew that. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah. Sam, yeah. Wasn't it Samuel Rad? Yeah, of course I knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was it, 1951. Unless you've got any more information about um, them travelling on... The, the boat to get there and giving bread to them or whatever, then I think we're good for the 19th. No, I was actually trying to look into what, how much meat they took. Yeah, well, meat, meat it was, yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bread, yeah, meat, that was it. And it was something. Yeah. And we just keep these segments quite short on them, don't we? And like build up as we get closer to the Ryder yeah, Cup. Yeah, I think it's just to, just to tell a story because we're speaking about the Ryder Cup. We want to keep the Ryder Cup theme going throughout the year. 
Um, yeah. We're going to create a segment a bit later on when we get more more deeper into it, and we're going to create our perfect Ryder Cup team, aren't we? One of us going to take Europe, one of us going to take America, and then over the years, um, and we're going to create the perfect Ryder Cup team just in time for Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits in September. News to me, that. No, we did. No, did not. Did not tell you about that. <laughs> news flash. <laughs> Okay, right. Prepare for the new segment, Kevin. <laughs> it's, it's you know not what? For, you might have you 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 sent it in an email. I just don't <laughs> open them, do I? <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, back on back onto the golf, the AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, called the Pro-Am, but the Pro-Am's cancelled this year. Yeah. COVID, so interesting, they've kept the name, but I suppose, why change? I don't know, people start, like you said, the AT&T's on, it's like, is it like what? And just kick, people just get confused when they start changing things, don't they? Yeah, just keep it as it is. Yeah, but the format's completely changed. So normally you have the pro am. It's over three courses, uh, fifty-four holes is where the cuts made, and then the final eighteen holes at the at the at the Pebble Beach course decides the champion. Um, yeah. but it's going to be. It's just back to a normal tournament. I think full field actually one hundred and fifty-six. You've got. In the, in the event, which is a lot, really, considering what, what the normal num- normal numbers normally about 130, 140, isn't it? You get so it's a full field and normal, yeah, it's going to be over two courses, um, Spyglass Hill and Pebble Beach. And then the last two rounds are going to be over Pebble Beach once the cut's made a heart after 36 holes. Yeah, well, you're saying about 151 players there. Do you know who's making up the numbers in that um tournament? Who's playing in it? I know DJ's yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, there's another Johnson there that we that was meant to make his debut on the PJ Tour, but he didn't. Yeah, I seen that. Do you know what I was? I was thinking when I seen when I seen the news flash. Um, what was his name? Kamai Kamai Johnson. Kamara or Kamaraya. Kamarai Johnson. Yeah, because we spoke about him, didn't we? About his upbringing and sleeping under the under the table, and and then I, I forgot because there was no speak of him at the Farmers Insurance. It just completely slipped my mind to. To, to wonder where, what happened to him. And yeah, he got positive, a positive call. Yeah, he had to pull he? out. So. And he pulled out, but he's back in, yeah. I wonder but, if you can write on the on your betting slip, Johnson to win, and then just hand it in. And then like if DJ wins, it cash it in. And if he wins, you get more money. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I should start doing that, because you've got Zach Johnson as well. You're getting three, you're getting yeah. three goals out of that, aren't you? Just say, don't, yeah. put, don't put the odds on that, love. I'll leave the odds off that, love. Yeah. So yeah, like I mentioned before, um, and I'll get it right this time. It's not his first tournament back on US soil. It's his first time back on the US, the continent of the United States. There you go. Uh, uh, and he's a two-time winner at the beach, isn't he? As well, DJ. He is. Yeah, he is. He, he loves so, it. So yeah. honestly, how do you look past him? You can't. The only thing I would, uh, obviously, form-wise, maybe not. But Phil Mickelson's won there five times. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's going for his sixth sixth tournament winner. He's, he's getting on though, isn't he? Now he's how old? Fifty or fifty? If you like a course, though, you like a course, don't you? You do. Now, like it's gonna it's gonna feel nice to him, isn't it? Turning up. Yeah, 100%. I'm just checking out the uh, trying to find the odds for DJ. Yeah, seven to two. Wow. You know what I mean? Your best, your best, wait, your best wait, your best waiting to see if he has a bit of a smelly one round one because even in even in Saudi last week he was was he two three under first round he was four to five off the pace and he still yeah still romps at home. But yeah, that last last year's defending champion Nick Taylor as well. He went wire to wire here. Did he? Mm, yeah, leading from the front right the way through, which is it's unheard of, really, isn't it? Don't really see that many tournaments where that happens. And no. Nick, yeah, and he's not a prolific winner, Nick Taylor. No. Obviously, it's a bit sad that obviously there's no amateurs playing and all that. It's a bit of fun, isn't it? Like Bill Murray usually plays and stuff, doesn't he? And it's yeah. like it's good to see like a, a few people out there and having a bit of buzz and. Yeah, it's more of a fun tournament, isn't it? You yeah. have a bit of have a bit of a laugh because Bill Bill Murray's famous for some of the comments he makes, isn't he? As he's walking past and it's yeah. a shot, and he, he takes he takes the piss, doesn't he? So, no, you're right. It's great to see. It is, uh, but I think still at least we're getting some quality golf, and hopefully DJ puts on another stripe show. To be honest, well, yeah. Well, there's a there's a sponsors exemption I want to mention as well. I don't know much about him, but it's worth keeping an eye on him because last time he played um, was in the Safeway Open and he finished tied ninth. Nineteen-year-old uh, Akshay Bataya. Ah. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but what is he a corn ferry player? He's just got a sponsor's exemption. Um, I'm assuming he's probably playing on the corn ferry. I didn't look into it. I just seen that he was he was playing. So because he's nineteen, and last time he played, he finished ninth in a PJ Tour event. He's obviously got something about him, hasn't he? So oh, just want yeah. to just want to keep on the radar for this weekend. Just a final word for the AT&T is just Jordan Spieth. Um, last time he won on tour. 
um, in 2017. This was this was the kickstart of that win. That that win. I don't want to hear his name again. To be honest, <laughs> he's, he's going on the list. He's on the naughty list, lad. The hated list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so much hatred running through your bones. So that's it. The um, the AT and T par 72, just over 7,000 yards. So you'd expect. It depends how windy it is across the beach. Do you know what I mean? It can it can get tough there, can't it? But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Both courses are similarly hard, aren't they? Yeah. Over just just over seven thousand. Just over oh. seven par seventy two, which is quite short for a seventy two seven thousand. So we'll be interested to see how they go. Tricky though, isn't it? Very tricky, Pebble Beach. Like even that one of the holes as well, the the, the, the hardest hole, or where they cause a lot of troubles, like a hundred yards or something, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Straight back into the um. I love that. Is that the eighth? Is no. it? Can't remember. You know, it's the eighth in at the par three, back into the sea. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, but you've got you've got Ricky Fowler's playing, Jordan Speed's playing. We just mentioned, even though he didn't want me to make him, Nick Taylor defending his title. You got Dustin Johnson. We've mentioned there. Phil Mickelson's playing. Uh, Paul Casey's back uh, in America. You've got English lad Tom Lewis as well. Don't see much of him. No. He's playing no. this week. Uh, no Bryson. No Bryson. No. No Bryson this week. Podze Harrington's there. Captain Fantastic. He's playing. Uh, Brendan Grace. He's playing. Um, Jim Fiora, David Duval, a few of the old timers turning up. Oh, yeah, John Daly's playing as well, isn't he? John Daly's there, yeah. How did he just turn up and won it, man? <laughs> I'd love nice. it, you know. I would love it. That'd be so sick, wouldn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah, Daniel Berger, he's been playing well. Um, Kiradak, Happy Barnrat. So, yeah, a few of the players that have been over playing in Europe in the desert swing have returned back to the PGA right. Tour now because I think that's it. There's nothing on the European Tour now until March. So, um, We've well, got, at all? At all, no. The next, I think the WGC is a co-sanctioned event, so the European Tour and the PGA Tour. It's on the yeah. European Tour's list, so if you win there, you get points towards the um, the European Cup, rather Cup points and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing at all, no. So next week you've got the Genesis. The week after you've got the Port the Puerto Rico, which was the last time Finau won, wasn't it? 2016, yeah. and then after that you've got. You know what he'll do? He'll win that again, yeah. <laughs> and then they'll be like, "Yo, you can only win in Puerto Rico." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. So he's not playing this week either. No, no, Brooks, no. no Brooks Kepka, no Bryson DeChambeau, no, no, no. Tom yeah, Fino doesn't have to play. You just give him a second or a third. <laughs> just give him the check. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't just say that hassle, Tony. You just chill out at home. And we'll give you the second. Hundred percent, yeah. So that's it. Um, AT and T. The only other debate to settle is. Debusing. Like, honestly, he made the cut. He didn't finish the tournament. But he made the cut. But he didn't finish the tournament. Yeah, I understand that. If you're if you're leading the tournament. Well, look, you get points for making the cut and you get points for the top ten finish. Yeah, at the end of the tournament. I want to see but, the small print. I'll get it. I'll get it for you. It's just getting tight. I don't want you speak. to type. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna type it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just real, real fifteen point two. It's going to be, I think. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I just, I just fully believe that we should put it to a vote. I think we did put it to a vote, didn't we? Did it, and and I won. No, because you, no. Listen, if you're <laughs> if you're leading the tournament on the Sunday with five to play and you've got a ten shot lead and you withdraw, they don't just give you the winner's check. Well, I think they should. You get nothing. <laughs> You get nothing. You get a minus twenty in in the order of merit, even in that situation. I just, so, I, well, I just, I think that that's a bit harsh, and I hope Karma comes back around and like four, four of your players withdraw. This, this is Karma for the Dustin Johnson rigmarole when he got COVID, and I got minus twenty five, and it ends up nearly finishing bottom, and people weren't even still playing. <laughs> Last time we done it. <laughs> A couple of people stop playing. Ah, the so you, so the reason you're doing this is because you're bitter that you're from last year's events. Call it what you want. Rules are rules. Oh my god! I can't wait for this this to air. <laughs> we will see you for the scumbag that you are. <laughs> no, but in all in all honesty, I do get I do get the frustrations, but no, nah, and I, I, get I get it. I get. I just rules. thought that there might have been a touch of leniency. You're only but saying it because, because he's you. made it. He doesn't you're get only the full saying man. It. The minus 20, he just gets, like, naught. No. The rules are, if you withdraw, you get minus 20. Well, I did try. I did try. You did did try. The listeners will know. You you fought the corner, but... I just wonder, what's his name? Scott Evo. Yeah, Scott Evo. To know. 
and Mikey McKeown to know that I had a go to try he and did. convince you, but you are ruling with an iron fist, and you're the one with the spreadsheet. Yeah. So I'm in control. <laughs> Unless you want to take the spreadsheet, which you're more than welcome to do. <laughs> I've been asking you for half of it for weeks, and you just keep not sending me. I know. We'll have to get round to it, but you're a control freak, is what you are with your spreadsheets. I am, to be fair, very organised. But that's it. So again, so we're this... going to do, do our picks later in the week for the for the AT and T. Yeah, because it's back onto the PGA Tour. Um, the although the fields being announced, the tee times haven't been announced yet, so we have to wait before we can organise the pots. So what we'll do is when we release the pots on Tuesday. Uh, we'll just tag in our picks on the bottom of the picks as as yeah. it's getting posted, so everybody knows who we've gone for. Um, yeah, we just we've released we've recorded this a bit too early for for us to be able to choose our picks, but we'll 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 let everybody know through the social media. And uh, we spoke about last week about the Patreon um, membership subscription support tool that we've set up. So yeah. again, um, the idea is just to support us. A few people have, have signed up and then like appreciate the support of them and it's it, it was amazing to see and it's it's just a little little bit of a gratification for the hard work and the, the time and effort that goes into these podcasts that and yeah. then we can hopefully just as as we said make the viewing experience even better by making the sound better and making the quality better and producing better content. Yeah, exactly. We just agreed with the coach, David Goscombe. He's going to kindly do a portfolio of like a library of lessons from start right up to uh, all different abilities where these videos will be uploaded to Patreon members and then you can watch and them, them tutorials as part of your subscription. You're also going to get all the videos. So this video that we've done now is going to be uploaded Today, uh, you'll get early release of this podcast today rather than tomorrow. Uh, and then all of our interview podcasts, which you've got uh, got plenty lined up over the next next couple of weeks, haven't we, Kev? Yeah. Uh, you'll get early access to those and you'll get the video to just enhance your experience. If you, like, and also, like, if you sign up now, there's the Charlie Hull interview for you right there. Yeah. Boom. Charlie Hull which and the Hudson Swafford's already been released, but the video uh, is actually on Patreon now. And like, Ch- like Kev's just said, Charlie Hull's on there now. So for £4 a month, you'll still get to listen to the episode. It's not... It's not no, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not hiding anything. content. But yeah. just, it's a support tool. It's not a... You're not paying for it. It's just... it's it's a You're paying for an early release, aren't you? You're paying for the... And then you're going to get the added tutorials from David coming soon. And then when the golf course is open, we're going to be uploading some... Uh, on course, yeah, on on course stuff, aren't we? Well, we're only just starting with it, aren't we? We're going to work yeah. out as well. We're, like, it depends on how keen of a golfer you are. But like, I, I know of myself. I was listening to a podcast, and it was offering like one-to-one coaching. Like, every, every once every eight weeks, you got a lesson for free, and it was on a subscription basis, and you got the extra content from our podcast. That's what we're going to look into offering as well. Where. You can you sign up and then you can pay a little bit more, but your lessons are paid for, and you, so you can go and see David once every a couple of months, work on your swing, and you get early access to our platform as well. Yeah. So that's something else that we're looking into in the future. Yeah, and again, um, it's it's not contractual. If you wanna no. if you wanna sign up and support us, you can do. If not, you'll still get the content. So uh, the choice is yours. But we do appreciate everybody who's signed up so far. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Your support is appreciated. Another bit more golf to look forward to. There's plenty. There's plenty coming. We've got out of these next couple of weeks, um, and then starting the Florida swing. Can't wait for it, Kev. No, neither can I. I know. Neither can I. And the Masters, like before, you know it. The Masters will be here. The Masters will be here. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be out in Turkey on our on our, our golf fingers crossed on our it. on our golf camp. Are we calling it golf? Yeah. Golf camp. See, see how the first round goes. Could turn into a, a big piss up, but we'll see. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's part of the goals though, to make it a camp, and, and I've got big aspirations for the season. So it could be a, a, a brilliant kickstart once the course is open. So yeah. hopefully, the course is open a little bit before it, so you get the bug back. Yeah, and yeah, Believe definitely. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I mean, yeah. if anyone who's listening and they're not following us on the social medias as well, it's at Bogey Boys Pod. So you can follow us through uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're on. We do posts daily, um, some, some interactive stuff, some voting stuff. So give give us a follow there and support if you're not already doing that. Um, yeah. And 
we just look forward friends. to another week of golf. Yeah, tell your friends, enjoy this, enjoy the show. And again, whatever podcast platform you're listening to, we appreciate any any ratings that you give us. Uh, as I say, it all helps towards the growth of the podcast. Um, oh, and one more little thing as well. We just hit five thousand downloads. We did, yeah, unbelievable stuff. Is, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, we've got there quick, haven't we? Five months, five months in, and we've got five thousand downloads. So again, we've no idea whether that's a good, bad, yeah, that in, indifferent. <laughs> but for us, you know, the fact that five that five thousand times people have pressed that download button for us is just amazing. So. That's the way yeah, we look like, at it. We appreciate the support of every single one of you. When I remember first starting, before we heard the first episode, I was like, why would anybody want to listen to, it, to me talk? <laughs> me <laughs> now, I think, now I think, why would they not? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Been a pleasure speaking to you again. No, brilliant. Just nothing, a little up-and-coming up teaser. We've got Europe, Euro Pro player, Hayden. Hayden's coming on. Big Hayden. And yeah. we've got um, a guy called Danny who works for TaylorMade to come on and give us a bit of insight from how the manufacturing side of things. Yeah. There's another little avenue that we're going to explore. Yeah, we are. We've got we've got a full list of guests coming on. Um, if you've not caught the Hudson Swafford interview, go and check that out now. That's our latest episode 37 on the podcast. Oh, it's brilliant, um, isn't it? It's really, really good. We enjoyed the one. The same way we enjoyed them all, but this is somebody who's been on tour for eight years. Um, PGA known, as well. Been there, done that, won twice on the PGA tour. So um, some amazing And he's some boy as well, isn't he? He's, and he's an legend. absolute legend yet as well. So, no, brilliant, Kevin. Again, thanks, thanks for your time, brother. No worries, brother. And as always, um, enjoy your golf, everyone, and we will catch you next time. Ciao. Oh, boy, is he out of sync.